Hi, I'm Nick Perkett. Hi, I'm Chaz Mostert, and you're listening to Inside Supercars. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars. It's uh, good day to you, Craig. Morning, and what a morning it is after our first official practice session. Testing's never quite the same as an official practice session, is it, Tony? No, indeed, it's not. Pressure starts to build, and uh, by crikey, on some of these uh, characters, it's uh, quite some pressure, I imagine. Uh, interestingly, uh, you were telling me that um, James Courtney's come foul of some problems. Yeah, it sounds like he's broken a lower control arm on that car, which has put him out after, what, just nine laps of running. Chris Pither got in 18 laps, but was only one place higher than him in 21st after that uh, practice session. So um, Jack Smith at the back of the field, he was very disappointed with his run. Um, then Goddard, Courtney, Pitha, with LeBrock surprisingly back in 20, 20th on the standings. Now, I'm not sure if he was just coming to terms with the car or whether there was something mechanically wrong with it there. But at, at the top 10 end, Tony, you love this term. Yep. It was the usual suspects. Yeah, well, the usual suspects, yeah. We've got the uh, two uh, Red Bulls, the two Erebus, the two DJR. We've got a couple of the... Uh, Tickford cars, and then we've got, for good luck, uh, and usually the Walkinshaw cars have gone well there, so Chaz has uh, put his car in fourth place, and then uh, Nick, who has also usually uh, put a Brad Jones car there, so yeah, the usuals are up in the top ten, and then uh, Rick, uh, uh, Rick uh, was caught short of it today, was he? He, at the same time, because the session was red flagged when um, Lee Holsworth, who was on a flyer, uh, ran up the back of Gary Jacobson, who was uh, slow on the circuit. At the same time that was happening, which brought out the red flag, Rick has come through turn eight. Um, he explained it as he didn't go into turn eight as hard, as deep as what he probably should have. So he lifted off the brakes a bit more, took the, took the uh, weight off the nose of the car, and that allowed it to get away from him and go into the turn eight barrier on the outside. So he uh, explained it extremely well what went wrong and uh, basically said he just needs to go harder into the corner and uh, make sure that he doesn't lift off halfway where he uh, you know, starts to get a push in the car, which puts him out into the wall there. So he uh, was very, very excited by the prospect of what the Mustang has to prove, finished in 11th position, and his teammate, Andre Heimgardner, was in 15th. So both of them are on a, a steep learning curve, as uh, you said, a number of the team are. One thing, though, Dave Reynolds, fastest, he set that lap very early, lap five. He got 17 laps in, in practice. Um, a number of the drivers, Tony, you'll notice a number of the drivers there that they had their laps early. Reynolds was lap five. Mostert yeah, was lap four. Yeah, yeah. Um, lap four for Percat and for Jamie Wincup. Kelly's was on lap four as well. And uh, the Porsches were out directly before them. And the Michelin rubber down on the track and the Michelin rubber and the Dunlops, they uh, certainly work well together at the beginning of the session. And uh, that helped for some quick times straight out of the gate. 
And, uh, well, Reynolds, very, very happy with that result. Then you've got, conversely, people like McLaughlin, of course. It was his very last lap as to uh, he put in his best. Um, but as you say, the majority of them were, were done early and uh, um, just uh, some of them worked towards it. Um, just uh, while the uh, supercars have only had one session, the uh, development series, uh, Dunlop Super 2s, they're currently on track for their second. And the same... Uh, uh, same four, the big power four or five, really, are at the top of the second session. Uh, and that's Brody Kostecki, Thomas Randall, Kurt Kat, uh, Kos, uh, Kostecki, Will Brown, and Jack Perkins. And the other interesting thing, of course, is you've got those uh, six drivers who are, or five drivers who are the, the, the experienced and, and uh, fast guns. And then you've got all the younger guys. Um, which is, uh, you know, the two you spoke to, Josh Fife and Zane Morse, and then uh, Brock Feeney, uh, Matt Charter, Zach Best, uh, Jordan Boyce. They're the less experienced guys, and they're at the back of the pack. So it'll be interesting to see if those guys can rise. But a very small field, the smallest field I can remember in the uh, development series for some years in 13 cars. When you think, Tony, that the series is celebrating, what, 20 years in existence, it is very disappointing to see such a small field. And, um, of course, this was one of the things that supercars were preempting by wanting to merge Super 2 and Super 3 together to uh, bolster the field there. But Brody Kostecki was fastest in that opening practice in the Super 2s. One thing that we do need to talk about is James Courtney, who launched a Coca-Cola car at the beginning of the season, rolls out today in a Boost mobile car. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've read a brief story, uh, I think it would have been one by Stephen Bartholomew, um, about the importance of uh, Courtney getting Boost on board. They may have a friendship, uh, that's Peter Addison and uh, Courtney, that goes back some years. Um, <laughs> I, I have my own suspicions about the size of the Coca-Cola money and uh, the first opportunity, bingo, <laughs> Coke's not a major thing on the car anymore. I mean, those red Coke cans have disappeared. Well, oh, Chris Pither is still on board. Yeah, Chris Pither's car yeah. has still got it. But it also goes and feeds into something that you were hearing over in New Zealand when you were there. That's right, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, they haven't announced um, their drivers. I mean, obviously, uh, Jack Perkins has been signed up uh, for the film Monday in the Milwaukee. So... Uh, James won't be continuing a, a friendship and a uh, partnership with uh, Jack Perkins. So there's a drive for him and, of course, there's the one for Pither. So maybe, as has been mooted, we heard in New Zealand that uh, Richie Stanaway may get that gig. So that'll be interesting to, uh, to follow up on. Yes, indeed. I just want to mention, Tony, about a brand new app that's available for people who want to keep in touch with motorsport across not just supercars, but all series. Formula One, MotoGP, Superbikes, NASCAR, British Touring Cars, TCR Australia, World Rally Championship and even more. It's called Motorsport 360 and you can download it now from the Google Play Store. And it is a great way to keep in touch with what's going on in motorsport and it updates you with what's being written around the world about your favourite motorsport series. And the other great thing, Tony, is you can even hear us on it with Inside Supercars 
on their audio page. So check it out now. It's Motorsport 360, available from Google Play. Now, today's segment, of course, we've got Macaulay. Macaulay Jones and Cool Drive Racing from BJR, the Albury lad. He's uh, going to have a regular chat to us. Hi, I'm Macaulay Jones, and this is one of my thoughts that I had today. So this is all about working with family. From the day I finished school, I've been an employee of Brad Jones Racing and have worked alongside my family. Brad, my dad, Kim, my uncle, Andrew, my cousin, and Maddie, my sister, is part-time in the reception. I'm sure there are people thinking to themselves, that sounds tough. I can remember many times working as a mechanic on the shop floor, seeing my dad waving down from his office window, which overlooks all the race cars in the shop. Also tonight, I was living from home at this time, so it wasn't really like I hadn't seen him. We uh, we see each other all the time at that point, and, and uh, he always makes an effort to, to have a wave down. So working with family can always have its challenges, but we all push in one direction to move the team and business forward and get the most from each other. I think working in a race car team is a very fun environment. All the engineers, the mechanics, they're all very passionate about the cars from where they're prepared, set up, and how they look inside and out. It's a little bit different from a standard mechanic shop with a nine to five working hours. One thing I noticed from working with family is the honesty. I think because we are family, we tend not to have very good filters. So we sometimes say a little blunt, say things a little bluntly or just straight to the point. It can work in our favour, but sometimes it gets us in a bit of trouble. I mean, who wants to listen to their dad anyway? It's my seventh year working at Brad Jones Racing this year, and I'm very excited to see how 2020 will pan out. Maka, yeah. having worked with family myself, how often do you get into a, a, a yelling match with one of your members of the family on the shop floor? Has that ever happened? Oh, it's definitely happened. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, where our offices are up the, upstairs, it's, it, it kind of echoes through the whole place. So I think once I uh, storm out of my dad's office because he's frustrating me or not listening or whatnot, it's uh, pretty evident, I think. <laughs> you know how, uh, well, you, you probably don't know how, you might have seen how uh, families, particularly broken families, the kids all play one off the other for favourites. Do you... Do you have that sort of dynamic with your dad and Kim? You go to, hey, Kim, what about if we go down this way and then he plants the seed to get it through past Brad? Yeah, I think we have, uh, we definitely do that. You kind of you kind of make it work however you can. I think my dad's dad, um, Phil, he, he had polio. So he you know had a wheelchair or, or he walked around on crutches and he used to sell cars. And I remember a story my dad used to tell me and he, he always used to say, you know, He'd speak to his dad and ask him about selling cars. He said, do you use your disability? And um, Phil always replied, you know, well, when you're selling cars, you use anything you got. So that's uh, sometimes you've got to manipulate a few things. And Kimmy uh, has always been good to me. He, was, uh, he convinced my dad to get me my first go-kart. Um, oh, sorry, my second go-kart, which was a huge, huge upgrade from my uh, 20-year-old CRG that he originally bought me. Do you... Could you see yourself not driving for the family? Um, I have talked to, to my dad about this. I mean, if the opportunity was right and it was going to be beneficial for me, then I think yes. Um, I don't know if we would do it if it was obviously, you know, if you were downgrading. I don't, I don't suppose we'd do that. But um, you know, that that has come up in conversation before. But at the moment, um, because I've been working here for so long, it it, it kind of works that 
you know, I know all the engineers. I've known them for a long time. I've worked side by side with them. So it's sort of like when I went from Super 2 to to the supercars, it was, you know, I work with a new engineer, but it's, it's like we've been always working together. So it kind of works in that way where you build the team around me because I've been here for so long. And also Brad and Kim would be relying on you don't pay your family as much as you pay your other employees necessarily. So uh, if you were racing for someone else, that's one set of cheap hands they're not going to get a hold of. Yeah, I think so. As well as like when I was in Super 2, I used to work um, on my own car and we didn't send across the Super 2 cars. So it was actually, you know, you've got one driver on a weekend who also came to the shop and, and, and worked as well. So, you know, it was it kind of worked in that favour where we didn't have to pay for a full-time mechanic and, and also get someone to come and, and drive and, you know, do all that. So kind of kind of tied together pretty well. For people who want to read your thoughts, they're all there available via email. Yeah, so I do the email series here, and it's, uh, you just go to my Facebook page and uh, click the sign-up link, and that'll take you to the to the uh, subscribe page. So hopefully you like these and, uh, and want to join along. Thanks for your time, and we look forward to hearing your thought of the week next week. Awesome, thank you. All right, well, until next Monday, when we join you again from... Uh, News from the Superloop. It'll be a fascinating weekend of sport to watch on uh, 10 and Fox. So that's it from uh, me. And good night from him. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next week for more at sportradio.com.au or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.